I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Today I'm sharing with you a book brief on the book titled The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I have heard about this book from numerous people and um, well, multiple books actually by these authors. And this happened to be the first one that I'm, I have read uh, or technically listened to. I prefer the audible versions. Uh, so I wanted to share about this because it, it definitely is worth um, listening to a reading and, and here is like my cliff note version, basically, to give you some highlights and also to tie it together in case you've already read it too, with some of the things that I talk about that are in relationship to um, coaching things that I, I work on with clients and fearless living principles and overall how it connects in with things that I see out there in the world and and these reframes and ways of looking at things to shift our experience. So first of all, it's definitely about this difference between chasing external stuff versus finding that true, real internal satisfaction and fulfillment, which is something that I'm all about all about that shift from awareness that there's this habit of chasing the external stuff, the accolades, the achievements, the next goal, the next thing, and versus finding finding and settling in with true feelings of lasting satisfaction and fulfillment that are in inside of you and actually come from and are nurtured from inside of you. So the gap is when you are measuring yourself against this future, you know, perfect vision of life or of you. It's also when you're measuring yourself against other people and comparing yourself and you're measuring yourself forward to these, this future place you'd like to be. Now, it's not to say that it's bad to have goals and to have some future visions. I believe that that is important, but it is it is very true that when you are constantly measuring yourself against this future ideal, this perfect scenario, perfect version of you against other people uh, and how you perceive them to be, when you're measuring yourself against any and all of those things, there's definitely a feeling of being in a gap, like you have to then 
catch up. You have to chase. You have to fill the gap. You have to do work to to get there. And again, it's not about not doing, not having ambition and not having goals and not doing work, but there's a mental shift when you are chasing things and measuring yourself this way versus the gain. Now, this is when you're measuring yourself against what you've actually done and things in the past. You're basically measuring yourself backward. So the gain is essentially measuring yourself backward versus the gap measuring yourself forward. And the the big reframe is how can you turn everything into a gain, which basically means, you know, turning it into a lesson, you know, finding that opportunity for growth and learning so that you can turn anything that's happened to you into a gain. And the concept that we talk about in Fearless Living is that the world is for you, not against you. You know, that lens that the world is for you versus a lens that the world is against you completely changes so much about your actual experience. It's remarkable. And you may think that you are walking through life looking at through the lens of the world is for you, but you, if you're really honest with yourself, you may find that you're slipping into the world being against you at times. It sneaks up in your thoughts and, and again, in the gap moments, we all have them. Even the authors admitted that they have them, um, still. So it's not like you, you know, suddenly figure out how to not have these, (laughs) these gap moments as a human being. You do, um, and those gap moments is, you know, when you catch yourself comparing yourself to someone else or to a future version of you that you think would be a better version or some something else, technically you're kind of viewing it as if the world is against you. I and mean, if you if we really if we really kind of divvy this up and simplify it. Um at least the 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 mentality and the mental shift and the energy shift is more in that camp versus the world is for you. So gap versus the gain. And so they talk about, you know, basically redefining your measurement of success. I I have come to realize success is really an inside job. And it's really more connected with your emotions than anything externally. Because at least, let's put it this way, the success that I that I want to have the, the, the meaning of it, my new definition of success is more about that, this how I feel than what I am achieving. Because if I achieve some really cool stuff, but I feel like crap, I don't feel that successful. Uh, success without happiness, joy, fulfillment, satisfaction, you know, I don't think qualifies as success, not in my new definition of it. And I, I have to be honest, I'm still working on a succinct, I don't have a nice succinct definition of new definition of success yet. Um, I really like Rhonda Britton's definition of success. She's the founder of Fearless Living, and it is that success is full self-expression. And I, I really like that definition. You know, I, uh, I heard that from her, uh, what, 11-ish years ago, but 
I didn't really, and I've I heard it over the years, I didn't fully understand it. Or I, my understanding of that, what that means has totally shifted over time. Um, I remember kind of being puzzled by that concept. But now I have to say, I'm really getting it. And I agree with her. I think, you know, I, I think um, uh, for now, I'm landing with that as a great definition that I love. Uh, and whether I come up with my own or tweak a new version for myself, you know, I, I'll leave myself open to do that. But I really think that it is if we aren't fully expressed, fully authentically us, peeling back, shedding all of the stuff we pile on to protect ourselves over time, the layers of the fears and the facades and the all of the things that happen to us and then uh, change our behavior and have us acting certain ways. If we can just like do all the work and peel all that back, what's underneath it all, who we really, really, really are, truly. That, and then express that person. The more I've been doing that, which if you've been following this podcast, this is like you've been watching it in real time. The better my life is. The more content I am, the more satisfied, the more objective I can be about things, the less emotional roller coaster I live on. Everything is easier. Everything is better. So side note there about success. What um, they talk about success in the book, The Gap and the Gain, they talk about definitely about redefining your measurement of success. And they're talking about measure it backward versus measure yourself forward. And I, and that gap versus the gain, gain, measure yourself backward. Where have you, how far have you come versus how far yet you would like to be. And overall, I feel that there's a lot congruent with the book on something that I think is super important, which is that you should care more about how you feel than what you think. You should start paying more attention and practice paying attention. And even if you already do pay attention to these things, pay attention more to your emotions and your body sensations. And notice, be aware of what's going on emotionally and in your body. And be super curious about that. Care more about that than the thoughts going through your head because those body sensations and those feelings are going to tell you a whole lot that you are probably not paying as much attention to as you could. And it's going to, if you start paying attention to those things more, practice that and then act and make decisions and change your behaviors and your actions based more on full consideration of your experience versus just what you think, whoa, you know, that's, it is truly game changing. And it has made a world of difference for me and my clients. So fearless living, which is the core modality that I am trained in as a certified fearless living coach is totally connected with the gap and the gain. Basically, 
In Fearless Living, we talk about fear versus freedom. Well, fear is the gap. Freedom is the gain. Fear is the comparison, the perfection, the not good enough yet, got to get this other thing, got to go achieve this other whatever. Uh, Oh, they're doing it better than me. Oh, I'm not doing it well enough. Like, I mean, all of that for sure. Fear, gap. Freedom is the gain for sure. It's acknowledging, acknowledging yourself, acknowledging the progress you've made, the forward movement you've made. And acknowledgments are something that we talk about in Fearless Living. And I talk about frequently with my clients. In fact, just today, someone is taking on adding to their daily routine to write five acknowledgments a day and is going to see if he can do this for at least three months and see what how much that can shift his his life because it really is about slowing down to take that moment to recognize the acknowledgments of the day is what we encourage in fearless living and I think in um, in the gap and the gain uh, they talk about doing a daily uh, assessment as well. And I think they describe it as, you know, your wins of the day. But um, we do it as acknowledgments of today, I acknowledge myself for and we encourage writing it out. And it's, it's, there's a reason it's phrased that way. There's a reason that we have this structure. In general, it is absolutely about recognizing the gain moments of the day, because you've got to train your brain it is totally possible to do this. You've got to rewire yourself and train your brain to see where you have moved forward. That could be a shift in your thinking. That could be that you bit your tongue before snapping at someone today that you normally maybe would have snapped because you were tired and or you didn't have enough water or you whatever. It could be that you caught yourself um and actually said no to something that you normally would say yes to, or you said no, and then like remembered that no is a complete sentence, and you didn't give a whole long explanation try, because you feel bad about the whole thing, that you just said no and kindly declined. Um, it could be the moment that you said you don't know because you were on the spot, you were nervous, and you didn't feel comfortable saying yes or no, but at least you made the progress of not saying yes to something that you really didn't want to say yes to. So you at least went to the next level of, okay, well, at least I said, I don't know, and I'll get back to them so that when I feel a little stronger, maybe I could say no. Like All of those types of, of moments deserve acknowledgement. It can also be that you, uh, you know, closed a sale that day. It could be that uh, someone, you know, your the spouse stopped and gave you an extra uh, special hug or something funny happened that morning with you too that brought you too closer or whatever. But acknowledgments about the way you showed up, how you acted, what you said, what you thought, something you did, all of that. It's about you and the things you have control over in your day and in your life. And if you acknowledge those things every day, it is huge. It can rewire your brain to be more present and not constantly be chasing the future stuff. It can help you so much. So um, that, and it can help you also if you catch yourself 
beating yourself up, you know, any or negative self-talk. It, it's 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 tremendous. So I was really happy to see that a big theme of this book is essentially equated to what we call acknowledgments in fearless living, and that ascend that whole concept is a key element of the gain. And then conversely, in the gap side of things, something we talk about in fearless living in a lot is expectations, and that's a key element of the gap. And uh, so. Uh, Boy, yeah. <laughs> expectations. Expectations of ourselves, expectations of others, expectations of circumstances. And when we have expectations, those lead that leads us to uncomfortable feelings. Disappointment, frustration, irritation, uh, relationship challenges, uh, all kinds of things. We can be have expectations of ourselves again. In related to the future version of us or what we think our potential or what we're capable of. And then when we don't hit that, we can feel disappointed and, you know, have all the negative self-talk come up about that. So expectations show up so many ways. There's a prior podcast episode in the very early first few weeks that I did where, um, I think I talked about all the ways that we, uh, we, I don't know if I talk specifically about expectations, but it kind of a lot of scenarios that were connected with that. And overall, too, they talk about this concept of, it, again, it's connection with the acknowledgments. It's giving yourself credit and acknowledging your growth and acknowledging, I said it before, I'm going to say it one more time, any forward movement, any any, 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 <laughs> because the more we do that, the more we train our brain to, to recognize that we are making progress and we can give ourselves credit because it's constantly looking, spending so much energy looking for the problems. So if we can feed it, these moments of acknowledging our wins, our progress, even the baby tiniest steps that we took towards something that day. It is so supportive in changing your thoughts and you'll notice a overall shift of feeling a lot more positive outlook on your whole life when you, when you do this more. There's an interesting note that they made too. If you're used to living in the gap with yourself, you are likely doing that same thing and with how you look at everyone else around you especially those people close to you. So think about especially partners, spouses. So it is really easy to have expectations toward people close to us and and just at the world at large too. I mean, it can literally be everyone else around you, but definitely you can look at the close circle and the people you'd like to have better relationships with, whether that be people that work for you, with you, or that you work for, it can, and, and especially partners and family. So when it, 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 I just shined some light on some of this with a client last week about how many expectations were there about their spouse and how it's very much in connection with the gap and pointing that out and inviting them to practice 
acknowledging their spouse and other people for their progress. It doesn't have to be this formal thing, but in general, and in the book, I think they literally use the word rewarding others, but in general, acknowledging people for where they've grown or where they're doing well or something that went well today in in your relationship or in, and in your communication or, or whatever. It goes so far. I mean, think about it. How good does it feel when people acknowledge something you did or just the way you showed up or or something? It, it it's it's it really fuels us. And it helps to be in that frame of mind. Today I had some tech issues come up multiple different ways. <laughs> multiple hours on the phone with different tech support people at different companies. And I, looking back, and I I caught myself in the moment too, I could have been really frustrated. I was really calm, really patient, and really kind with everyone. And I appreciate, I said, thank you. I wanted their names. I was so grateful for their help, even though it was taking way long time to resolve this stuff. And I had to repeat myself multiple times too. I've had times in the past where I would get so frustrated in some of these moments. And I was really calm today with all of these moments. And I'm going to acknowledge myself here for the fact that I remained calm and centered and kind toward these service representatives and that made for a whole better experience and I'm not in a tizzy stressed about the things that got pushed aside today because of these tech things I had to deal with and how long they took and I didn't get upset with them and shift my own energy and I did, and then affect their day I it it's this is a perfect example of a gap versus gain moment for sure and so I, th- that just came to mind, just interesting to reflect upon. But I think that there's also this concept that they discuss around happiness in general that, you know, it's not this thing in the future that you're going for. And if you're looking at it that way, then it's going to be a long ass journey. <laughs> Because it's, it, you only have the moment. And the sooner you really, really, really get that and like shift the way you are living your life, the, the better. I, there's so many cliches out there about this, but they, it, it is very true. So what, what's great is that, the, you know, they're, they're trying to, I think in this book, it's, it's not that these concepts are necessarily earth-shatteringly new in the big scheme of things, but they're phrasing it in such a way, giving it a certain framework that I think is having a lot of appeal because people can relate to it and it's helping things click in a new way. So I, you know, that I think is is really fantastic because it's all about getting messages out there that can support each other in such a way that it resonates and actually inspires us to take new actions and change our thoughts and behaviors. So I I see that that overall some of these concepts are are uh, you know in a 
way things that we've talked about and heard about many times before and yet they're done in such a framework that is it, it refreshes it and makes it a little more relatable i think for people to be able to uh to grasp and hopefully actually take action on they talk about it being i think the subtitle here the high achievers guide to happiness confidence and success because especially high achievers if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely are and consider yourself one, that there is this, people think that high achievers are super confident, but you know, I'll be the first to admit there's been plenty of times, even recently where I did not feel confident. And yet people on the outside would say, oh, you look totally confident. And I would be honest and say, yeah, well, maybe not so much on the inside. It, it's, it's this um, constant evolution of us, right? To be able to embrace those feelings and also redefine some of this stuff, like redefining success and pulling happiness to the present versus having it be this future thing. When I think about living in the gap and this kind of energy that is created and and the feelings that come with that. For me, a, a word that that came up that I definitely resonate with is frenetic. I, there's been a lot of times in the past where I felt like a frenetic energy when I was chasing stuff and, you know, something wasn't good enough or going after perfection or, um, you know, this is the answer, this is the thing whatever was presenting itself to me. But again, it was this chasing energy, this future something, and this frenetic feeling. And oh, it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> and I, I'm so happy I don't feel that very much anymore. It's, it's uh, you know, it's one thing to be excited. It's another to have that sort of, it's a, it's very different though than that frenetic gap energy. So I wonder how do you measure success and how are you measuring yourself right now? And I invite you to really give that some thought. And I also highly recommend the book, audible version or the print copy. It really is a, a fantastic book. I have to say, if you at all like listening to things, the Audible is great because what's cool is that they, um, Dr. Hardy interviews Dan Sullivan in between, I think in between almost every chapter, if I, if I remember correctly. And so it's really cool to get this, these insights that are done in these unscripted interviews. So you get the obviously scripted, written, edited chapter, and then you get this interview of them chit-chatting about the chapter and some other insights and examples and stories and things. And I really felt like there was some amazing gems in those conversations that I truly enjoyed. And it's super fun to hear people talking like that, especially to authors inside their own book, so to speak. Um, so you won't get, you know, you got to listen to get that those interactions. So that's the audible version. Really cool. Really cool. I haven't heard that before by authors and I'm hoping that they do that in their other books. So we'll see. 
My closing quote today is by Dan Sullivan, one of the authors of the book and the creator of the concept of the gap in the gain. The way to measure your progress is backward against where you started, not against your ideal. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is CherishYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>